0: If you live in America, you're either really dumb or really smart. We're going to talk more about that in just a second. Hi, I'm Nick Gamel, host of the Tenish Podcast. Today, we're going to look back at two past episodes from our archives. First, it's episode 53 from August 2019. On that episode, me and my sidekick host Brandon tell you how smart or dumb your fucking state is. That's right, it's the top 10 smartest states in America based on the percentage of the population with an advanced college degree. Then, right after that, right here, it's episode 144 from September 2021. On this one, we're again talking about the state you live in, and this time we're telling you just how much it sucks. It's the top 10 worst states to live in America. If you're looking for brand new Tennis content, be sure to check out this past weekend's bonus episode available exclusively for Tennis Pod Plus members. Dr. Buster joined me to guest the top 10 best Cartoon Network shows of all time as voted on by thousands around the world. That bonus episode is available right now at TennisPod.com slash PLUS. Now, enough bullshit. Let's talk about your shitty little state in this best of two pack.
1: Hi, welcome to the tennis podcast. That's the meekest <laughs> little hi. Hi. It sounded like Mickey Mouse. Is it meek
0: to be nice, Brandon? Is it meek to be welcoming and warm? It's meek to be Mickey Mouse. But yeah, this is the tennis podcast. My name is Nick. I'm Brand- is Brandon. He's yeah. Brandon. Yeah, that's his name. And this show is called the Tennis Podcast. It's very cute and clever because <laughs> we usually talk about top ten-ish lists. Right. So it might be ten, it might be eleven, it might be forty-eight. But on this show. One of us brings a top 10-ish list and the other tries to guess it without knowing what the list is ahead of time. Did I get that right, Brandon? That's exactly Did I hit right. Did all points? No, I'm not happy with it. Let's start back at the top. Let's not. This was already take two. <sighs> it's a little too inside baseball for our so, listeners. So, uh,
1: Sidekick goes, is it the only one who can make a boo-boo? Although I would still say that my boo-boo was, was a lot worse than your boo-boo. Your boo-boo cost us about... 24 seconds of time and mine ate up about two hours. I don't about know, probably total. T- actually, probably about four hours total. Okay, so, let's just move on from that. Stop, you're making me depressed. Yeah. So, let's move on from my mistakes.
0: There, there's sure to be plenty more as we go here.
1: Let's get into where you're going to start making mistakes today because you're going to be guessing the 10 most educated states in the US most educated is defined by, I defined it this time, by those states with the highest percentage of the population with advanced degrees. So, these are degrees beyond a bachelor's degree.
0: Oh, really? Okay, interesting. So, they have to have a master's or higher? Correct. Is this based on like current living population?
1: Correct, yes. Um, Is Mississippi number one or two? Funny you should ask, Mississippi Is not number one or two, and you know. Usually, if you're new to the show, I'm going to explain for the folks at home who are new Mm -hmm. to the show. uh, We usually start out by guessing the things that are definitely not in the top ten, and sometimes those are jokey. Sometimes those are just getting them out of the way. But this time, I want to talk about the top ten least educated states. So you could scratch these off your list. Hang on,
0: before you get going, uh, tell us your source.
1: Oh, my source for all of this is Wikipedia. The source that they used is, one moment please. Meetspin.com. Uh, the census, this is census data uh, in, uh, in, on this wiki page.
0: That doesn't make any census.
1: Okay. No, I need you to laugh at that, it was good. So, the least educated states, number 10 is Iowa.
0: No, wait, when you say, sorry, but when you say least educated at number 10, does that mean like actually number 50?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Actually, let me go... You're right. Let me go down to the bottom. Now, this also includes territories. It includes states, federal districts and territories. My list is only states. So, let me go ahead and spoil the uh, districts and territories and they generally fall at the bottom here. 56 with 3.5% of its population having an advanced degree is American Samoa, then the Northern Mariana Islands, And then Guam and Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Okay. So, the state, the lowest percentage of the population with an advanced degree is North Dakota. Oh. That's a bummer. They have over 92% of the population has a high school degree though. That's good. Uh, Then it's Arkansas, West Virginia, Mississippi, Nevada. Louisiana, South Dakota, Oklahoma, which we knew that, Idaho, and Iowa. Huh. Some of those surprised me. Which ones surprised you?
0: Well, first of all, I'm surprised Oklahoma's not near dead last, but also Iowa, Idaho, Nevada stood out to me as I wouldn't have expected those in the bottom 10.
1: I think there's a lot of desert people. <laughs> well,. <laughs> Is that people living in the desert? I don't mean like Tusken Raiders from Star Wars. Yeah, I just mean people who like, they're a little bit off the grid. And by a little bit, I mean they're off the grid. And they live out in the desert or the rolling hills and they don't need any fancy education. But they're not counted then in the census. Guess if you're off the grid, you aren't counted by the census. Well, I don't know.
0: Do you want me to just do the show this week because you can't seem uh, to get your shit together?
1: We'll never know the answer. Now, what you need to do is start thinking about the states with the highest percentage of advanced degrees but let me tell you first, the absolute highest rate of the population with an advanced degree is the District of Columbia. That surprises me too. Is number one on this list, like I said, my list is just the states. District of Columbia, 32.8% of its population has an advanced degree.
0: That's high. But you know, you have to remember DC is one of those places that has a lot of people that, aren't, that weren't raised there. Correct. There.
1: And there, there's quite a bit of that reflected in this list as you'll find out later. States and places laying claim to people who are quote-unquote from there and they shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. They're bragging that so-and-so is from their state but they shouldn't. I've, they, a lot of states have laid claim to famous figures when they shouldn't have famous figures are you oh are you going to be so, you're going to be telling us so yeah, so for each state we're going to talk about their institutions of higher learning but then we're going to highlight you know what kind of people are these educated states producing who's coming out of these ed, you know who's coming out of who's coming out of Oklahoma would you like to know well we got uh... Toby Keith <sighs> And if you don't, he'll stick a boot
0: up your ass. I was gonna say he might not be the smartest some bitch, but he'll stick a boot up your ass
1: if you cross America. I don't like Toby Keith as a person, not just musically. Well, he's got a hell of a restaurant. Can I tell the listener, you and the listeners, what this son of a bitch
0: did? Um, I'm gonna have to run this by our attorneys. Can I get back to you uh,
1: next week? No, I'm th- going after Toby Keith, and I'm going hard okay, right now. Okay, here we go. Toby Keith is a resident of Norman, Oklahoma. He owns a home there. That's where the University of Oklahoma is. He's a huge University of Oklahoma football fan mm-hmm. and he gets invited to, he gets to stand on the sideline at team games and gets to go to all kinds of... So, would you say he's the OU Sooners Jack Nicholson? I think, ba- I think Barry, Sa- Barry Switzer is OU's Jack Nicholson. Toby Keith is our Spike Lee. Okay. And we're referring, of course, because Jack Nicholson's always courtside at Lakers games. Right. Spike Lee is courtside at Knicks games. and Toby Keith and Barry Switzer are usually on the sidelines of football games and Barry Switzer is definitely more personality, yeah. more, more like Jack Nicholson's personality. Yeah. Hell of an ass on him too. Beautiful ass on Coach Switzer. Anyway, Toby Keith lives in Norman. At the time, he drove a Hummer that was the same color as the University of Oklahoma's Crimson. And I was with a group of friends and we went to a dinner at a Mexican restaurant for my friend's birthday and when we exited the restaurant, there was Toby Keith in his crimson colored Hummer parked right outside the front door of this popular busy Mexican restaurant and he was waiting on an order it seemed like. He had his driver's side door open and he was standing with one foot on the ground and one foot up in his truck looking at his phone. So, he clearly wanted to be seen and noticed. He is like one of the biggest country stars in the world. And my friend went up and said, hey, it's my birthday, Toby. Can I get a picture with you? And he didn't even look up from his phone. He just said, nope. And then he got into his Hummer and closed the door and then sat there for like five or ten more minutes before he went in and picked up his food.
0: Well, Brandon, I mean, you might not know this yet. Nope. No no one Fucking. No one wants your picture... People are hounding me and Toby Keith, people like us, all the time for our pictures and sometimes you got to put your foot down when you're just trying to get a a big old burrito
1: at the Mexican place. You can't always take the picture. The difference is Toby Keith has fans trying to take his picture. You have law enforcement trying to get you on the sex offender registry. (sighs) That's not accurate. Nick's not a sex
0: offender. Toby Keith, listener of the show. Toby Keith is
1: a sex offender. Is he? No, but... Whatever, fuck that guy.
0: Adds to your narrative. Yeah. Let me, help me understand something here. You're a sports with a Z fan, Mm -hmm. so I get it for like pro sports, like let's use the NFL. You're from the Dallas
1: area or even just Texas. Are you talking about how Toby Keith is a big OU fan even though he did not attend or play football at OU? Thank you. Yes. Yeah. It rubs me the fucking wrong way. Well, the, it's not just Toby Keith. That's like millions of people do that. Yeah. I know so many people that. I know, but I, Toby Keith is the worst one because he gets to go down the goddamn sideline and stand by Barry Switzer for all the football games.
0: What makes a person, Toby Keith or not, so obsessed with a certain team that represents a very specific school they didn't go to? Like, at least the Dallas Cowboys, the example I was starting to give before you fucking cut me off, is that they at least represent the Dallas area. The University of Oklahoma is extremely specific school and it's one of like however many schools in the state that play division one football. So, help me understand it, Brandon.
1: In Oklahoma, I think it's because we don't have a professional football team. But yeah, I, it's like cheering for a high school football team a high school you didn't go to. I kind of get it but mostly my anger is focused at Toby Keith. So, let's get back to the states
0: and their well, education. On. W- one thing about Toby Keith, you, you have a lot of anger toward C- Toby. hmm But I think it's hard to be mad at him when he's such a patriot for America. I mean- I'm fucking with you.
1: you hit me, he'll stick a boot up your ass.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, go through that again, the 50 through the, the bottom 10 there.
1: Iowa, Idaho, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Louisiana, Nevada, Mississippi, West Virginia, Arkansas, and North Dakota. So, now I'm going to guess
0: which states are in the top 10 for highest percentage of a population
1: with an advanced degree.
0: And you already said DC would
1: be number one, but it's not a state. Right.
0: I think there's some pretty easy ones here. I'll get those out of the way. Let's start with Massachusetts.
1: Well, you sandbagging son of a bitch, that's it's the number top one. one.
0: How does it feel? I want to know how it feels to have your list spoiled in the very beginning like you do to me all the time. Hmm.
1: Feels good. I don't care. I don't care. Well, this is far less satisfying now yeah. that you don't care. Sorry. I knew I could take that away from you somehow. Massachusetts, 18.7% of their population has an advanced degree. Compare that to District of Columbia, 32.8%. So Massachusetts is home to 121 institutions of higher education. Among them, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, Tufts, Boston College, three of the top five liberal arts colleges, Williams, Amherst, and Wellesley. God, I hate liberals. UMass has four campuses across the state. The main campus boasting more than 25,000 students enrolled, but we can't forget in, uh, in Massachusetts, home to Harvard, which created... The Unabomber. (laughs) He was a Harvard grad, yeah? No, he went to Harvard for undergrad and that is where he partook in MKUltra's psychological experiments. Oh, God, you're going to send us down a rabbit hole if you're not careful. I've been down too many rabbit holes. I can't, I don't have time to go down this rabbit hole. So, Massachusetts got a lot of brainy people in it, right? Uh, Legend says, yeah. Legend has it. Well, let the legend grow today. I'm going to share with you the type of high quality, high caliber people that are coming out of, this, uh, out of the state of Massachusetts and okay. you will like this four alumni from the office are from Massachusetts. Do you know who those four people are? So, these are people born in Massachusetts, right? Yes. Well, I thought it meant born in Massachusetts but as I started assembling these lists and something that we'll find as we go through this is that multiple states lay claim to the same people. Hmm. For instance, I found no less than three states that lay claim to Frederick Douglass. <laughs> and I understand they all want a piece of the legacy that is Frederick Douglass. Of course. But for uh, Massachusetts is one of the states that claims him and I couldn't even find out if he ever lived there but they claimed him anyway. So, we well, back to The Office. You love The Office. Yeah, I do. Which four office actors are from Massachusetts?
0: Hmm. Let's start with Jenna Fisher, Pam Beasley.
1: No. Okay. Creed. No, you don't know shit, man. I don't know shit, no. Steve Carell. That was my next guess. Mindy Kaling, John Krasinski, BJ Novak. BJ Novak? They're all from Massachusetts. Massachusetts also, in addition to making brainy people, makes Mm. funny people. Listen to the list of comedians. That came out of there, and this list is by no means comprehensive. Mike Birbiglia, Bill Burr, Louis C.K., Jay Leno, Conan O'Brien, Patrice O'Neill, Amy Poehler, Joe Rogan, Jenny Slate, Doug Stanhope, Stephen Wright, Dennis Leary, and Jack Lennon. He's dead. They're all they're all from Massachusetts. Other famous people from Massachusetts. And this is a potpourri of famous people from Massachusetts. Are you ready for this? A potpourri. Frederick Douglass, Ben Affleck, Johnny Appleseed, Matt Damon. Wait, Johnny Appleseed was real? Yeah. No, what the fuck he was? He was a folk tale. He like invented apple trees. I swear to God, Are Johnny you- Johnny Appleseed is a real fucking guy. I'm looking no. him up right now. no. Johnny Appleseed, a name everybody knows, he crossed the wilderness. That's how the story goes. Was an American pioneer nurseryman? John Chapman, better known as Johnny Appleseed, American pioneer nurseryman. The hell's a nurseryman? He, well, I'm about to fucking say it. He introduced apple trees to large parts of Pennsylvania, Ontario, Ohio, Indiana, and Illinois. You're telling me there were no apples in these places until the 1800s? No. Went around sticking his finger in the ground and then popping a seed into that little hole. Oh, my God. Wearing a pot on his head. There's no pot on. He's wearing a hat. I thought that was the thing. He wore a little uh, pot. Well, see, if he was a real head.
0: person, then at least his um legend has been exaggerated. Like the pot on his head. Yeah, like the pot on his head. And his big blue ox. Wait, I thought that was- That was
1: Paul Bunyan. Yeah. Did you say that he popped- What in the hole to plant a seed? He put a finger in the ground and make a little hole and then you pop a seed in there. Well, we don't know for a fact that he used his finger. We, I...
0: Look, uh, he could have placed it on the tip of his winky. Now, listen, this sounds like I'm trying to be funny, but this is really practical. You place it on the tip of your winky. Are you with me? You thrust into the dirt? No, you very carefully so that it doesn't roll off the tip of your winky while you're doing this. You get down and like lay down flat on the like belly and face down on the ground, put the winky in, delicately drop that seed and then while you're down there, you can enjoy a little uh, rustling.
1: A little Mother Earth.
0: <laughs> so, now, now you're killing two birds with one stone.
1: You just shout at, some, at a farmer in the, in the next field, Mother Earth is a milf. I mean, why not? It's a lot more
0: interesting than your boring-ass finger. I see your finger and raise you a winky. That Nick kid's out
1: humping the ground again.
0: (laughs) Okay, so... And I'm guessing that most if not all those
1: people don't have advanced (laughs) education degrees. No, yes, all of these people have advanced degrees. So, did you like enjoy that I put Johnny Appleseed between Affleck and Matt Damon? Did I enjoy it? No, not particularly. I've carefully crafted the order of this list. Ben Affleck, Johnny Appleseed, Matt Damon, Kurt Russell, Aerosmith, Rob Zombie, Michael Bloomberg, Susan B. Anthony, uh, allegedly Frederick Douglass, Eli Whitney, Abby Hoffman, Noam Chomsky, Paul Revere, John Adams, John Quincy Adams, Sam Adams, Calvin Coolidge, Oliver Wendell Holmes, JFK, RFK, all the Ks, Malcolm X, Whitey Bulger, Uma Thurman, And John Cena. Isn't Uma Thurman
0: a folk legend just like Johnny Appleseed was?
1: Her feet are. (laughs) I did the John Cena thing. No, that's great.
0: Yeah, no, we all loved it. Haven't
1: heard it before. Yeah, so that's Massachusetts.
0: How is Massachusetts named? Does that word mean something? Because it just sounds like a fucking vegetable or something.
1: Mm, It's got to be, I think it's probably Native American. Let's find out. Etymology. It's named after the indigenous population, the Massachusetts, likely derived from a Wapanok word, Maswachwahat. That <laughs> word has an eight in the middle of it. The eight in these words refers to the oo sound, so it would be Muswachos Muswachuset. Maswachuset." Alright,
0: we gotta we gotta move on before
1: every hey, Native man.
0: American listener. Hits the unsub button. I am Native American. No, well, you're pretend Native American.
1: I have a card, an official card. Okay. New York. New York is the fifth. No, wait. New York. Go ahead. New York is the fifth uh, on this list in uh, percentage of the population with an advanced degree. The percentage is 15.4% of New York's population as an advanced degree or higher. New York is a state that contains such prestigious universities such as Columbia, Cornell, New York University, Rochester, Syracuse, Fordham, Hofstra, West Point, the Juilliard School. New York spends more on public education per pupil than any other state. Why don't we just call them students? Why do they got to be pupils? They actually spend it on the middle of
0: people's eyes. Is is the definition of pupil different than the definition of student? Don't answer that. It's too boring to find out. Do you have examples of how New York is investing in their
1: pupils? I hear the Sesame Street is very well funded. It's a great place for children to visit. And all right, just go ahead and give me the fucking famous people. Then so here's the kind of brains the New York State is pumping out: seven presidents, including your favorite president? Donald J. Trump. Donald J. Trump and we know he's your favorite president because he tweeted it, he said, called himself your favorite president.
0: How could he not be my favorite president when he reads the bible more than anyone else?
1: No one reads the bible more than he does, no one loves the more bible more but than don't, he does. But don't
0: ask him about his favorite verse because that's very personal.
1: That's right, yes. A uh, man who everybody knows fucked a porn star uh said, so it's too personal to share a Bible verse.
0: What? When do you think the last time is that Trump held a Bible in his hand?
1: Uh, January 20-something, uh, 2017. Oh, the he... inauguration or whatever. Yeah, I guarantee that was the last time he touched one. <sighs> I, every time he touches it, it burns some of the orange off on his skin. Well, he's the chosen one. Who am I to question? All right. Listen to this list of luminaries sprinkled in with pedophiles. Uh, okay. Woody Allen, uh-huh. luminary and Pedophile. The Baldwins, probably some pedos sprinkled in them. <laughs> Holy shit, hot take. Well, Alec Baldwin was in Epstein's Little Black Book. Oh, was he? Yeah. Mel Brooks, Chevy Chase, Tom Cruise. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Tom well, you Cruise. Trying, you trying to get me to shit
0: on Tom Cruise some more?
1: Macaulay Culkin, Robert De Niro, George Carlin, Jay Wow. George Carl Jay Wow. <laughs> uh,. <laughs>
0: God, I was not expecting that. <laughs> I told you I
1: really carefully crafted the order in which I read these off. Oh, God. Tell the folks at home who Jay Wow is. Jay Wow, her real name is Jennifer Farley. She is an idiot <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> who was on uh, Jersey Shore. The Marks Brothers, Don Rickles, Chris Rock, Adam Sandler, Jerry Seinfeld, uh, uh, Leah. She's dead. If you say so. Christina Aguilera. She's dead. Mariah Carey. Dead. J-Lo. Not dead. Frank Sinatra. Not dead. Beastie Boys. Dead. Well, one. Two out of three alive. Puff Daddy. Dead. Jay-Z. Dead. Uh, Ladies Love Cool James. Not dead. you know who that is? No. LL Cool J. Holy shit. Ladies Love Cool James. That is fucking... Did you not know that's what it stood for? No. Is that like well known? Yeah. Ladies Love Cool James. I just
0: had, wow, I just had a moment like you did when you realized Maggie Simpson is named after her mother, Margaret or Marge.
1: Yeah, something where you're like everyone else is in know shit. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah, no shit, uh, Ladies Love, Cool James, Sure. Notorious B.I.G., uh, The Wu-Tang Clan uh, and, and, and Attorney and Pedophile Alan Dershowitz uh, and also Frederick Douglass. Second state in a row that claims Frederick Douglass. This fucker was born in a quantum state. <laughs> uh, so, that's New York and all of these lists have many, many more people, most of which you've never heard of and are infinitely smarter and more representative of the education that these states offer but they don't make for good conversation. No. Just because you're smart doesn't mean somebody's gonna be talking about you. Evidence, J-wow. Uh. Okay, so that's New York. That's New York. You've got number one and number five. I
0: think California has to be on here.
1: You're wrong. Really? They're not on there.
0: Where are they? Top 20.
1: They're number 14.
0: I was, on, I was close. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sniffing that list.
1: <laughs> trying, to get a, trying to get a good whiff. Let me give you a little guidance that the majority of these states Northeast. Are in the northeast or the east coast except for one. One of, one of these states is totally landlocked in the West. We know Florida is not in the top 10. Sorry, Florida. Mm-mm.
0: We know Georgia is not in the top 10. We know, uh, well, you know, I could see North Carolina
1: being in there. North Carolina is not in the top 10. New Jersey. New Jersey is number seven. Knew it. That's 14.7% of their population has an advanced degree. Uh, New Jersey is home to such esteemed universities as Rutgers and Princeton. Princeton is one of the, when you say when you think of an Ivy League school with the best education, Princeton is one of the ones that comes up and I didn't know until I was like over the age of 30 that Princeton was in New Jersey. I didn't have any reason to know because I had no chance in hell of ever going there. You can say that again. New Jersey has birthed or been home To the following. Maybe they birthed it after Johnny Appleseed planted his seed there. Bruce Willis, Jack Nicholson, Danny DeVito, Buzz Aldrin, Bam Bam Bigelow. (laughs) Another name I was not (laughs) expecting today. John Bon Jovi, Aaron Burr, David Copperfield, Whitney Houston. She's dead. Uh, Queen Latifah. Remember, I had an observation about Queen Latifah. Yeah, do you want- I'm not going to do it again. Shaquille O'Neal, Bruce Springsteen and I'll give you a- I want to have you guess the last person on here. This is an actor, a very famous actor who I did not know was from New Jersey. He shares a unique and odd quality with Tom Cruise. Oh, it's John Travolta. It is John Travolta. I wonder how many times they've met or done sex together. Or sacrificed a virgin together.
0: Isn't it? John Travolta has been known to uh, play both sides, isn't he? I thought I heard that somewhere.
1: You mean like like Machiavellian or bisexuality?
0: Like he wouldn't mind if Tom Cruise was joining him on a
1: Yeah, there's all kinds escapade. of stories about him in bathhouses or getting like saying like, hey, while you're massaging my back, why don't you eat my ass or whatever. John Travolta
0: is one of the last people I'd want to see naked, I think. And it's not even that he's like, because there's fatter people, there's uglier people, but there's just something slimy about him these days,
1: isn't there? He has a very big head and big jaw and big... He's got a big chunky head and face. (laughs) And his hairline is always doing something crazy. A big
0: chunky head and face. Do you remember when at that award show when he just completely said a different name, a different <laughs> made-up <laughs> like made name? Like instead of like I'm
1: looking at a name here, I'm looking at Doug Stanhope's name. Like instead of saying Doug Stanhope, he said something like rigmaroo chef hepper. <laughs> You're right. Like hey everybody, when you worship celebrities, this is the kind of, this is this is how he reads. And he said it without skipping a beat. Yeah, well, I mean he's confident. He <laughs> That's why he knows he can like start slapping asses around a bathhouse and nobody is gonna, I guess nobody's turning him down. Maybe they are. You know, it's weird when I watch Pulp Fiction, like I always think, God, man, there's nobody cooler than this guy. And then er, literally everything other than Pulp Fiction when I watch it, I'm like, oh, there's John Travolta.
0: Well, he was cool in Greece. He
1: was? Wasn't he?
0: Isn't that the whole deal? He's supposed to be the cool kid. With the cigarette behind his ear? I
1: don't know, grease lightning. Wasn't he like, grease my ass? (laughs) You
0: can still have a greasy ass and still be cool.
1: That'll be the the quote that's on uh, Instagram this week. (laughs) I still have a greasy ass and be cool. Okay, so you got number one, Massachusetts, number five, New York, number seven, New Jersey. Okay. Vermont. Vermont is on the list. Vermont is number six. Knew it. 15% of their population has an advanced degree. Now, do you know any universities in Vermont? Um, isn't
0: there National Vermont no. State College?
1: Yes. I didn't know any universities in Vermont off the top of my head. There's 18 colleges in the yeah, state. Yeah, if you live in Vermont, just go ahead and unsubscribe from our show. No, don't. Don't. We need these brainy people. Uh, the largest public university in Vermont is the University of Vermont. Now, on to important things, what kind of people is this <laughs> brainy state of Vermont yeah. shitting out? Uh, Bernie Sanders. Well, I don't know if he was born there. Uh, well, he calls it home, right? Uh, you know, Bernie Sanders, he's, he's coming after me lately with this new green deal. What do you mean? Well, I just haven't been paying much attention to the, it seems early to pay attention to democratic primaries now, but Bernie announced this new green deal, he's got my attention. Uh, Give me the rundown on the green deal. I know that all power would be converted to, it was like non-carbon or renewable by 2030. Yeah, it's not going to happen. But it's bold and uh, I like, uh, Bernie's got big balls on him.
0: Yeah, but I mean, do you really, no, I mean, I totally support the plan. I'm just saying, do you think these fucking oil companies are going to just lay down? And let no, they're going to
1: murder Bernie in the street. Yeah. So, famous people from Vermont.
0: Samuel L. Jackson. Ted Bundy. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Did you hear me? Queen of uh, India. Ted. Steve Carell.
1: Ted Bundy. Okay. He murdered people. Uh, murdered not in Vermont. Vermont, not in Vermont though. But he's from there. They made him. They <laughs> okay. did this. Johnny Appleseed and Mother Earth together made him. Ted Bundy, Nico Case. Who's that? Uh, she's an indie musician. I like Nico Case.
0: If you say so.
1: Uh, John Deere, inventor of the steel plow and Phineas Gage. Do you know the story of Phineas Gage? No, but why don't you tell me? I will tell you, Phineas Gage was a railway worker who had, they used to uh, when they would like blow up a big chunk of rock, they had somebody go in and they bore a hole down into the rock and then some guy would take this metal rod and stuff the dynamite deep down in this hole. Well, when it exploded on Phineas Gage, it shot the metal rod through his head. Oh, I know this guy. And then he fucking stayed alive. But it made him all crazy, acted like an asshole the rest of his life and they they... studied him because of his- he survived it.
0: They were able to get it out of his head though, right?
1: He didn't have to walk around with it like- I think it was eventually forced itself out like a splinter. Oh, God. No, I think they removed it but his brain was no good no more. Phineas Gage, God bless you, listener of the show. Yeah, he he actually gets our show from the metal plate inside his skull. He's dead, right? Yeah, he died like more than a hundred years ago. <laughs> Listener of the show. Listener of the show.
0: Well, we can't rule out that he was able to get podcasts from the future and through his metal. Honestly, once stuff.
1: your brain has had a metal rod run through the middle of it, you're probably tuning into all kinds of extra dimensional shit.
0: Yeah, I've had metal rods put through
1: me before, but not in my not in my brain. Am I right? You mean in your hot asshole? <laughs> Whoa! That you said it, not me. All right now. You got number one, number five, number six, number seven. If this was Battleship, you would be zeroing in on my Battleship right now but you got plenty more to go. Maine? Maine is not on here but that's a good guess. New Hampshire. New Hampshire is number nine. I knew it. (laughs) 13.8% of their population has an advanced degree. Now, New Hampshire. Explain to the folks at home what New Hampshire is. New Hampshire is the most recent Hampshire in the United States of America. Yeah. It's the reboot, uh, the reboot of the original Hampshire starring Ernest Borgnine. (sighs) They've rebooted it and now New Hampshire is home to prestigious universities such as Dartmouth. You heard of Dartmouth? Yeah. So, do you think they were naming that by just throwing darts in some guy's mouth? Okay, you don't, you don't have to
0: respond to that, just go
1: ahead. <laughs> that guy like, whoever gets a bullseye in this guy's mouth gets to be the first university president.
0: Yeah, and gets to fuck him. <laughs> what? What's wrong with that? Good God.
1: <laughs> what? That's far from the worst thing we've said on this show. So, famous natives of New Hampshire. There's a lot but I only wrote down two. H.H. H. And Krista McAuliffe. <laughs> now, Krista McAuliffe, you'll know, you'll recognize she's the first teacher in space. Yeah, I knew that, yep. H.H. Holmes built a murder castle in Chicago. Oh, I thought he invented the home. mm H.H. Invent- Holmes. He invented the murder mansion. You know, I, when I was a kid, I used to draw like murder <laughs> mansions and shit and H.H. H. Holmes fucking built one. And if you don't know who H.H. H. Holmes is... You'll know soon with the Leonardo DiCaprio film. Uh, they're moving forward with Devil in the White City. Aren't they? I believe, uh, I mean, it's been a long time since I've heard anything about it. But H. H. Holmes, there's a great book about H.H. H. Holmes stalking the World's Fair in Chicago and murdering people and uh, they're going to make a movie of it with Leonardo DiCaprio.
0: Yeah, he literally built a castle in the middle of Chicago.
1: The secret rooms and hallways and... And then ways that he could also gas and murder. He could murder his tenants or the people staying there with gas and then he could put their bodies down a trapdoor or a chute down to the basement where he could play with them.
0: You mentioned um, he had rooms with gas. So do you,
1: All right? H.H. Holmes. The H, the two H's and H.H. H. Holmes. Handy Herman. Stand for happy and horny. I like mine better. Okay, so that's New Hampshire. Yeah. That's my book report on New Hampshire.
0: You know what else is happy and horny?
1: Do we have a promo to
0: do? Covaltine, the fucking person who reviewed us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. I'm saying it's possible they're happy and horny. I couldn't verify
1: it. Read the thing and I'll judge, see if I can figure, I can detect that. Great show. This
0: podcast is... Fantastic! The uh-huh. two hosts have great chemistry with each other, and the format for their show is unique. Each top ten is researched well. <laughs> I, th- I think they meant each top ten featuring hashtag Nick's Notes is researched well. I'll I'll, I'll follow up with them to, to double check, but I'm pretty sure that's what they meant. And the banter back and forth as one of them tries to guess each spot of the top ten is hilarious. Definitely recommend.
1: Would you ca- <laughs> is this person happy and or horny? Happy, yes. Oh, they said chemistry. Yeah, this guy's horny. (laughs) Could be a gal. You assume their gender? What was the name again? Kovalteen. We're going with horny. Here, yeah, he or she's fired up, on fire for the Lord. Thank you for that nice review. One more
0: here from Tina from the Accidental podcast. Mm -hmm. I love lists. I love lists. I love learning about stuff that takes up valuable space in my brain. Someday I'm going to forget where I live because I found out who the worst presidents were and that's okay. I'll keep listening, laughing, and forgetting little bits of important stuff and you should too.
1: Ha, she's homeless.
0: Do you think... Is (laughs) She just... We just learned her right out of a home. Hey, worth it. No regrets. Hashtag no regrets. Do you think the brain works that way where it only has so much room for information?
1: Uh, That's what my six-year-old told me. He said if he wants to learn how to tie his shoes, he's going to have to take something out. (laughs) Smart kid. So, we're trying to figure out what information he does, and we know like uh, hold it, you know, not peeing your pants has got to stay in there. Yeah. So, we're trying to think maybe there's something around uh, Power Rangers. Loving his father maybe. Yeah. Some family members we can cut out of there and, and get his shoes tied.
0: Now, just to be clear, is this the inflatable child or the real human flesh child?
1: I got bad news about my inflatable family. Oh, no. They popped.
0: Ah, oh, god damn it. God damn it. Why does God let this happen?
1: Why? Uh... I'll tell you what happened. I was upset. My real family was gone. They'd been gone for a whole weekend. I was distraught. Mm-hmm. I was dirty, I hadn't bathed, I hadn't eaten, I was scratching and shitting on the floor. Yeah, of course. And I remembered my inflatable family. I gathered them around me, began to (laughs) hug them and squeeze them and cry and moan. I squeezed harder and harder and harder and then they went (laughs) like willy-nilly flying all around the room after they popped. Well, Brandon, is there anything we can do for you? Do you want us to set up a meal train for you? Oh, and my real my real family didn't go out of town. My real family went to the store for a few minutes and i I destroyed the inflatable family <laughs> Well, uh, never look forget what you made me do
0: inflatable family. The good thing about inflatable family is they're easily replaceable just buy a new inflatable family.
1: I just keep patching up the same ones so they look disturbing
0: yeah, well, even if we make you homeless from learning you too much information. Thank you anyway for writing your review and if you want your review read on this podcast, just get off your lazy fucking ass and go write one on Apple Podcasts and we will read it. Brandon, I got five out of the ten here and I know that the next one is Pennsylvania.
1: No, Pennsylvania is not in the top ten.
0: Well, I was testing you because I know that the actual answer is, I need a fucking map.
1: Do you know all the states? Could you name all the states?
0: Yes, the actual answer is Rhode Island.
1: Rhode Island is number 10 on the list. I knew it. You barely made it. Rhode Island can boast 13.1% of their population with an advanced degree. Rhode Island is home to Brown University.
0: Of course, right, right. Uh, located in Browntown, downtown Browntown.
1: <laughs> Are you saying Brown like poop?
0: That's up for interpretation. I'm just saying that Brown University is located in downtown Browntown.
1: You know who comes from Rhode Island? You're gonna shit. You're gonna shit. (laughs) Okay. First of all, Frederick Douglass.
0: Okay. Second. No,
1: of course. Seth McFarlane, he comes from Rhode Island. Sure. Richard Jenkins. Oh, I love Richard Jenkins. He's a Rhode Islander. Is that why I'm gonna shit? Yeah. Did you shit? Tell the folks at home who Richard Jenkins is. Richard Jenkins, my favorite role of uh, Richard Jenkins is the stepfather in
0: Step Brothers who (laughs) was a, (laughs) tried to be a dinosaur when he was 17. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's also, my other favorite role with
1: him is Cabin in the Woods. uh, Oh, yeah.
0: He's with um, that other guy.
1: Uh, Bradley Whitford. Yeah. Yeah. Two awesome actors, I forgot that it was the two of them together in that underground whatever it is. Yeah. That's Richard Jenkins. Richard Jenkins, he's a Rhode Islander. Okay. And that's the, those are the only notes about Rhode Island. The notes about Rhode Island are as small as the state itself. I would disagree because your notes were much smaller.
0: But I'm gonna say for my next guess, they're all northeast still, right? Besides one? Besides one. What's left? Uh, Connecticut. Connecticut is number three. What a interesting little hint for how to pronounce the word. You just say connect and then a kid. I cut. I cut, yeah. Connect and then I cut. I cut. You never know what you're going to learn on the Tennis
1: Podcast. Uh, 17% of Connecticutians have an advanced degree. How many of them have an inflatable family? 17%. Got it. Now, universities... Connecticut, their first law school, Litchfield Law School, was opened in 1773. Big whoop. Yeah. Big fucking whoop, Litchfield. Connecticut is also home to Yale. Yale Trinity College and UConn are in Connecticut. Do you know who went to Yale? George W. Bush and John Kerry and all those other skull and bones fuckers. Well, I got someone else. Who? Topanga. Topanga went to Yale after she met the world. Yeah.
0: That show that you hate and you can't stop shitting on, Boy Meets World. Okay, whatever. Topanga went to Yale. She had to leave Corey. She might have turned it down though to stay with him in the rain. Oh,
1: lame. (laughs) Uh, So, so what else about Connecticut? Uh, Well, Connecticut has birthed to us Mm -hmm. Kevin Bacon, Michael J. Fox, Catherine Hepburn, Seth MacFarlane. (laughs) Wait, again? Yeah, I told you. They fucking all lay claim to the same people over and over. Well, it's not like Seth MacFarlane is like this hot commodity you got to have. He can only be born in one place. I don't understand. Wow. Marilyn Monroe, Paul Newman, Treat Williams. Love Treat. Aaron Hernandez. Do you know who he is? Mm Mm-hmm. You do? Tell Mm -hmm. the folks at home who Aaron Hernandez was. He... Was he well? He's known for a lot of things, but he first rose to prominence for um founding
0: a Bush's Baked Beans.
1: No, he was on the New England Patriots football team and he murdered somebody and then he killed himself in jail. Well,
0: I, <laughs>
1: I like mine better because it's
0: less depressing.
1: Harriet Beecher Stowe, Beecher, I hardly know her. Uh, that's mine, P.T. Barnum, B.T.K. No, P.T. Physical Therapy Barnum, BTK, he invented the circus, Stephanie McMahon, Martha Stewart, uh, the Bushes and Helen Keller but she didn't know she was from there. <laughs> Helen Keller didn't, know what, the- she she didn't know, know what was going on. She didn't know hide from, Hyde <laughs> nor hair of Connecticut. Well, she probably did know she's from
0: Connecticut, right? Because she taught children. Nah. Yeah, it is more fun to think that she just didn't know what the hell was going on at any given time. Helen Keller, rest in peace, listener of the show. Connecticut has a pretty impressive resume there. So, I'm wondering what number two could possibly be.
1: Is Delaware in the top ten? Delaware is not but you are whew, hot on the hot uh, oh, for number Maryland. two. it's Maryland. It's Maryland. Maryland is
0: number two. Yeah, that's, let's break it down. That's another way to remember how to spell and say Maryland. Maryland. Mar- you just- Mar-
1: Maryland. Mary
0: has- space land, you combine them.
1: Maryland. 18% of their population has an advanced degree. They're number two on the list behind Massachusetts. Now, Maryland is home to Johns Hopkins University. Let's get to the important things. The people who come from Maryland are Uh Frederick Douglass. Yeah. What is that? His fourth one? He's from all over.
0: How do we not know that he has a couple of clones running around? He's
1: probably a rambling man. You know what I mean? No. Do you not know what a rambling man is? Tell the folks at home what a rambling man is. A rambling man, he gets himself a lady friend in a town. A lady friend falls in love with him or in lust with him and she says, hey, when you coming back? He says, can't come back, baby, gotta ramble. And he moves on to another town, picks up a new girlfriend and repeats the process. Uh, Frederick Douglass, I think, (sighs) might have been a rambling man.
0: Yeah. I mean, why don't Frederick Douglass... Want to tell the folks at home who he is so they can get the context
1: Frederick Douglass was born a poor black child. Jo- <laughs> Frederick <laughs> Douglass was born a slave and he learned to read and became an educator and author and uh, statesman and yep. uh, he, he Friend went... Friend of Abe Lincoln. So Best friends with Abraham Lincoln. You're accusing this man of rambling just so we're clear. Uh, you heard
0: it here first, you can quote the tennis podcast, sidekick host Brandon Kaufman. Frederick
1: Douglass, Ramblin' Man. A Ramblin' Man. Frederick Douglass, Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, good. Brett Kavanaugh is a boofin' man. Nancy Pelosi. Edgar Allan Poe, who was Attorney General from 1911 to 1915. What? It's not, aha. Uh, he's the second cousin to the author. He shares a name with him. He was named after his second cousin, author Edgar Allan Poe. It's not like this fucking guy knew his second cousin. His uh-uh. parents
0: are just trying to cash in.
1: Uh, Edgar Allan Poe uh, died a long time ago before this guy was named that.
0: Well, why, why not just go by Edgar Poe then or something to make it less obvious?
1: I don't know. So, uh, the guy that invented GPS, Johan GPS, he's mm-hmm. from Maryland. The inventor of Tabasco sauce, Johan Tabasco. I'd love to shake Johan Tabasco's hand. Uh, Tom Clancy, Frank Miller, Tori Amos, Genuine. You remember Genuine? Of course. Do you? I genuinely remember Genuine. Well, we know him because he's
0: in Parks and Rec. He is? Yeah. Did he sing Pony? He
1: is the cousin of one of the characters. Oh. My Pony. Philip Glass, the composer, Joan Jett, Lisa Loeb. Cisco, remember <laughs> Is him? that the
0: Thong Song guy.
1: Yeah, the Thong Song guy. He's from uh, Maryland. Frank Zappa, John Wilkes Booth, Julia Louis Dreyfus. We went from Frederick Douglass to John Wilkes Booth to Elaine to William H. Macy, who we all know appears nude in birthday cards.
0: Well, we don't all know that, Brandon. I know that but the listeners have no fucking context for what you're talking You know about.
1: that and the one other person who that joke was for knows that. And Harriet Tubman, she's gonna be on the $20 bill. She's gonna replace Jackson on the 20? Yeah, but for some reason the Trump administration has been dragging their heels on that. Hmm. Too busy reading the Bible.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you got two left. Virginia.
1: Yeah. Virginia is number 4. 16, I knew it. 16.1% of their population has an advanced degree. Now Virginia is for lovers.
0: Mm. Mhm. Is that it? Is that their slogan or whatever, their tagline?
1: Yeah, have you not seen the the tacky shirts and stuff that say Virginia is for lovers? It's full of fucking. Yeah. So they got 107 167 colleges and universities in Virginia. They're fucking lousy with them. University of Virginia is ranked the second public college in the nation. William & Mary is ranked the sixth public college in the nation. Also home to Virginia Tech, remember what happened there? <laughs> Why do you got to do that? Why do you got to depress the shit out of that's us? that's what I think yeah. of. That's what I think of. That little, the little Asian guy shot all, all those right. people up. Yeah. And uh, VMI, the Virginia Military Institute. Now, there are a lot of famous people from Virginia. A lot of them were Civil War generals that I wanted to talk about but I did not do it. Oh, thank you. Patch Adams, Steve Bannon, Dave Bautista, D'Angelo, R&B singer D'Angelo, you remember him? No. He's a rhythm and blues singer. Jimmy Dean, the Sausage King. He's from Virginia. Dave Grohl, did you know that? I knew that. Vince Gilligan, did you know that? Yep. Yeah, fucker. Thomas Jefferson. Yep. Stonewall Jackson. Of course. Douglas MacArthur. What about Frederick Douglas? Frederick Douglas. <laughs> Is he really on there? No, he's not. <laughs> uh, Amy Mann. Michael Vick. Oh, good. He murdered dogs. Yeah. Fuck Michael Vick. Zachary Taylor, and he was a president, and Lawrence Taylor, he did cocaine. Oh, is that, oh, that's LT, Lawrence, I know who Lawrence All Taylor is. All of our so sports I'm... fans, you do know who LT is? Yeah. Yeah, LT, Lawrence Taylor enjoyed booger sugar. Booger sugar. Nose candy,
0: toot toot. We don't discriminate against those who like a good toot toot now and then. Um that includes you, Brandon, but not for the same kind. Okay,
1: so there's one state left in the top ten. Uh-huh. One brainy state left.
0: Well, it's, let me look here.
1: It's in the West, and Colorado. It's, it's landlocked. It is Colorado. Look at that. Why Holy did shit. you guess
0: Colorado? Because you already ruled out California. You said it's landlocked.
1: Colorado's full of smart people. And we knew it wasn't Nevada because that was on the list of dum dums.
0: Yeah, I thought about uh, Arizona for a hot second.
1: Minnesota. You know why Montana would have been not a bad guess? Is Montana has the absolute highest rate of high school graduation. 93% of Montanans have graduated high school
0: yeah, or higher. That is that is, would be more impressive if their population was more than like 300 people.
1: But... Oh, not a bunch of those are cows. Oh
0: yeah, I think their population's like 19 people. Colorado, little r- word trick here for you. Color a do. <laughs> so you combine you can combine, exa- yes. combine it
1: all. Color Colorado. Colorado is not home to a ton of prestigious universities. UC Boulder, I believe is a good school. They're near the Flat Iron Mountains. In the stand, it's where the survivors made their yes. made their home Stephen King's The Stand right now Dwayne Chapman better known as Dog the Bounty Hunter mm-hmm. he's from Colorado Trey Parker and Matt Stone they're from Colorado and Gerald Ford and that's it
0: that's all that's ever been from Colorado
1: it's the only people worth noting from that state so your Top 10 brainiest states, your top 10 most educated states. These are the states with the largest percentage of their population holding an advanced degree. Number 10, Rhode Island, number 9, New Hampshire, number 8, Colorado, number 7, New Jersey, number 6, Vermont, number 5, New York, number 4, Virginia, number 3, Connecticut, number 2, Maryland and number 1, Massachusetts. Hell of a
0: list, Brandon. Not bad, right? I mean, you spent most of the time just rattling off
1: celebrity names. names right. You know, so, that was great. I'm trying to give you um, like an abstract impression or a tone for each state. Rather than give you a bunch of boring facts, I'm trying to put paint a collage of images in your head that add up to like what this state is. So, Colorado, what do you is think? Dog the Bounty Hunter. Dog the Bounty Hunter, South Park guys, Gerald Ford. Yep. Right. Wow from... Where was WoW? New Hampshire? She's from New York. Oh. New York. She made it there and then she knew, well, fuck it, I could make it anywhere. I'll go down the Jersey yeah. Shore, I'll take these uh, big fake hooters down to the Jersey Shore. Hey, we don't
0: discriminate against big fake hooter uh, boasting individuals.
1: Do we have a bunch of them listening? We can't rule it out. So, yeah, that's so Wow. That, yeah. I'm glad of all the episodes for her to come up on. It's the most educated states. (laughs) That's great. Most educated
0: states. Maybe we should do most educated cast members of the Jersey Shore for our next episode.
1: I think it would be, I think my notes would be very short. Yeah. Brandon's bullets. I think there would be some uh, bouncing around at a community college and then uh, a lot of boofing at the shore. Speaking of boofing,
0: you should boof on over to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and follow us there at 10 Pod. that's one zero, I S ishpod That actually reminds me, I meant to do this at the top but let's close with this. Sometimes I'll ask kind of random poll questions on our Twitter account and then uh, we like to read the answers here. So, Brandon, mm-hmm. I asked our Twitter followers at 10 Pod. I said, what is your favorite genre of movie, of film? Yeah. And it's actually a very close race. Porno. Why do you have to ruin the punchline? Was it porno? Porno was an option. It was? The options were A, horror, B, comedy, C, drama or thriller, and D, it's porn, isn't it? We have a tie. Mm -hmm. Comedy and drama, thriller, 27% each. Horror, 23%.
1: Porn, 23%
0: sickos, God. Isn't that fascinating, Brandon? Oh,
1: damn. No, well, my stomach hurts now. Don't listen all you listeners out there. If you're secretly perverts, don't tell us.
0: Isn't it weird that like every person you pass on the street watches a lot of porn? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just no matter who it is, not only are they watching it, they're watching a lot of it.
0: Well, I mean, imagine like all these famous people, presidents. Famous inspirational people, pastors, Joel Osteen, I guarantee it. These people, Whoopi Goldberg, maybe, they're all watching porn. It's just a part of the culture now. Mm -hmm. But uh, one more thing on Twitter is if you missed it, we also sent a poll asking uh, people what they want us to cover in our next opinion episode, which is going to be episode 55, two weeks from the release of this episode you're listening to. And the people have spoken. We're going to be talking conspiracy theories.
1: Good. Which is
0: hot new ground for us here on the pod at least but Brandon is definitely
1: someone who likes to live in that rabbit hole. I've been making my family scared for weeks now doing doing my own unnecessary research into conspiracies. Yeah,
0: so if you have any particular conspiracy theories you'd like us to maybe touch on in this episode. You can tweet us at Tennis Pod,
1: and we will uh, we'll look into it. Except for Pizzagate, that one's bullshit, and I already looked into it. Don't tell me Pizzagate. Okay.
0: Well, we can still cover bullshit
1: conspiracies if they're That's interesting. That's right. Brandon. Send it to me anyway.
0: Yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to tell these fine people and our listeners?
1: Well, we have a Patreon. Oh yeah. And we if do. you are interested in hearing more of us, where we're not doing lists per se, but we're still talking our words out of our mouths and saying naughty curse words. Mm -hmm. You, for the low, low price of three bucks a month, you can become a patron. You get these bonus episodes at least once a month. We're aiming for more than that high quality juicy content. We just recorded one last night that was dripping with bonus juice. Oh my god. You Uh You can sign up and get these. Yeah,
0: and uh, you also get early release to new episodes, discounts on merch, and a virtual hug from Brandon and I go to patreon.com slash
1: You can follow it. me on Twitter at SidekickHost. I don't tweet very much, but I might like your shit. You can follow me at, at Nick
0: underscore E-M-E-L. You can .com. follow my ass out the door when we... Stop recording this. Let's stop recording right now. Thanks for listening and we will see you next week. Thanks. Coming right up, it's the top 10 worst states to live in America from September 2021. First though, let's all enjoy some ads together. Yay, don't go anywhere. This episode you're listening to right now probably didn't know what it was going to be about until you saw it in your podcast feed, right? Well, I'm here to tell you that you've been missing out because many of your fellow listeners knew the topic of this exact episode about a month in advance. That's because they're subscribed to the free, monthly Tennis Podcast email newsletter. That's right, newsletter subscribers are the very first to know about future episode topics at the start of the month, the newsletter lets them know the next month's worth of episodes before anyone else. Not only that, but newsletter subscribers also get behind-the-scenes notes and news, exclusive blogs that you can only read in the newsletter, merch discount promo codes, and way more. And the best part is that your lazy ass can join the newsletter list in literally about 10 seconds. Just go to TennisPod.com newsletter right now. Pull up your browser on your phone, tennispod.com/newsletter. Enter your email address and you're in. No personal info needed and we only email you about once per month. Again, go to tennispod.com/newsletter to sign up and join the cool kids who are already receiving the Tennispod newsletter. We'll see you in your inbox. You spin me right round baby, like a record baby right right round round. I'm talking to you the listener. Talking to you, my sidekick host, Brandon. This is the voice of Nick Amell, the host of The Tennis Podcast. The record of the future.
1: This is the voice of me, the sidekick host, Brandon. You said the what of
0: the future? The record, because I was singing about a record. You spin me right around, baby, like a record baby.
1: Well, I don't know how to segue at all into today's list. You're welcome. So that's going to be my segue. Well, I guess first I need to tell you what we do here. That'd be ideal. What we do here on this here podcast is... Each week, one of us brings a list, could be 10 things, most of the time it's 10, could be less, could be more, and the other one tries to guess the things that are on those lists. You can participate at home, in the car, on top of a skyscraper, Mm -hmm. hanging from a tree branch, swinging from a vine, whatever you're doing.
0: (sighs) Yes. But you can also write down your guesses ahead of time. Just pause the show right now, write down your guesses, see if you get them right. You can write on a piece of paper, you can write on a computer screen, you can
1: take a knife and carve your guesses into your belly and if you send them in to our p.o box we'll send you out a windbreaker mm-hmm. tell them where they can send those scraps of their flesh <laughs> you can send them to p.o box 666 and okay. i think it's time to get to that list what is it here's the list today we're talking about the worst states to live in in america in 2021 Oh, okay so all of them done yeah um these are the top 10 of the i guess if they're all the worst which are the worst of the worst. 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 CNBC released, a, and I put quotations around study this year. I don't know if CNBC is qualified to be doing studies, but they did something called America's top states for business. It takes into account factors like companies that allow remote work and have a good work-life balance. It takes into account public health systems, hospital capacity, inclusivity, and protection from discrimination on top of basic quality of life measures that you find in best places to live, like crime rates and environmental quality. So these are the 10 worst of that list, according to CNBC's data. And this comes from a report online, a recent report this July from Scott Cohn of CNBC. That was my question.
0: So it is July 2021 this was published? Okay, go good. We got some recent data here. Yeah,
1: and they factor in recent political happenings too, very heavily. This is a very NBC line of the cable news ecosphere. This is more on the, I guess, the left side. So, they're focusing more on the political activities that are being perpetrated on people (laughs) that are mostly perpetrated by the right. So, that factors heavily into this. That's a critical point because before you
0: said that, I was thinking, well... You know, you and I might think Florida is one of the worst states to live in, mm-hmm. but a fucking right-wing Trumper might think one of the best. Florida's the future. Florida needs to break off and be its own country. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we so need to break off the cock of the nation. <laughs> so then, if I'm hearing you right, that means the states on this list are what generally the left would consider the worst states.
1: Yeah, you could say. It, fair. You could say it that way.
0: Yeah, I guess that's fair. The sane people in the country.
1: You know, we are fucking fair and balanced here. Because here's what we're going to do. It's true. For each state you guess, I'm going to give you the reason that CNBC said this is one of the worst places to live. But then you and I, just from our general knowledge about these beautiful states, Mm. 50 states of ours in America, are going to point out all the good points about that place.
0: Might have to rack our brain for a few of those. And for context listeners at home, keep in mind me and Brandon are left-leaning liberals in uh tulsa oklahoma area a very red state so that does color our opinions a little bit did you just call me colored okay well and that's okay uh maybe not in oklahoma it's not okay but for me it's okay <laughs> start guessing states yeah well i said florida i'm gonna guess uh these are ranked
1: right these are scott yeah ten? these are scott cones top 10 worst shitholes in america <laughs> he didn't he didn't <laughs> he didn't title his article like that <laughs> I might be putting words in his mouth. I might be editorializing. But not too much, probably. No. I'm going to guess Florida is number two or three. You might be surprised. Florida is not in the top 10.
0: Yeah, well, it's fair because... It you know,
1: was written right before the Delta surge. So, maybe that would yeah. have factored into Scott Cohn's assessment.
0: Well, let me tell you why I picked it. Because I go to Florida a lot. I actually, as far as like a place to as far as like the shit to do and the climate um i like going there and the beaches yeah so it has a lot going for it as far as a lot of tourist stuff as well but Florida's in the news a lot right now because politically it sucks and also the delta variant is like raging havoc there right yeah. now so that's why i guessed it but it's not in the top 10 you're saying i
1: almost did a top 10 states for the delta variant and then i thought man by the time this comes out who knows <laughs> who knows how bad it would be yeah well see
0: this is coloring this is, there's color again. This is affecting me a little bit because, you know, I might guess, and I'm not guessing this yet, but one might guess the state of Texas for the same reasons as Florida, right? The governor is a jackass. That would be a, yeah. But Texas also has a lot going for it. You know, it has beaches, it's huge. You can go to some parts of Texas that are really cool. So, I say all that, I'm going back and forth. I'm going to guess Texas is in the top 10, but in the bottom half of the top 10, which would, I guess, be the best half of the top 10 to be in.
1: Wow. Well. Prepare to have your, the right wing of your face slapped. It's number two on the list. Oh. It's Scott Cohn's second biggest shithole in the world. No, I mean America. <laughs> now, Texas is number 10 on the list. It says, for all its strength as a place to do business, Texas keeps trying to outdo itself when it comes to laws and policies that are seen as exclusionary. Yeah. It's one of the only states with no public accommodation law to protect against discrimination it's a right-to-work state. I think Oklahoma is as well. Texas Democrats thwarted a bill that would have further restricted voting in a state that is already by some measures the hardest to vote in. That likely saved the Lone Star State from finishing at the bottom of this list. Though Governor Greg Abbott and legislators are pushing ahead in a new special session to pass the legislation, Democratic lawmakers fled the state as a way to slow down the process and draw national attention. Well, the Texas State said Brandon,
0: take a breath. Jesus.
1: <laughs> well, I was trying to get through the rest of that. But yeah, they got a bunch of political tomfoolery and that's all this says. That's like... The but it's sa- a lot. It's a lot. In their system of scoring, it scored a health and in- life, health and inclusion score of 104 out of 375. Wow. Its strength, Strix's strength is in hospital resources. Okay. Its weaknesses are inclusiveness, health, voting rights and public health funding. But they have You
0: said it scored well in that that no, last one?
1: Those were their weaknesses. Oh. Yeah, but they have good barbecue. Uh
0: but they they do have a hell of they have a lot of barbecue for sure. Um but also what was I just gonna say? I lost it. Were you Go going ahead. to
1: say they have Austin, Texas, with the culture and music and art surrounding that?
0: Yeah, and Austin, Texas is becoming like the new Silicon Valley, so I hear. Yeah, they got Willie Nelson. It's got six flags.
1: You've got some good
0: national parks. It's where JFK was killed, which in itself is not good, it's but fun. it has a very good museum for that there. And that's all we got. That's what I'm going to say that
1: uh, CNBC is wrong on Texas.
0: I could see Texas being around number 10, but I wouldn't put them way up at number two. No. But you know, if part of it's probably just because they're in the news so much this year. And Texas is also the state that I hear most often where all the citizens are like, We don't fucking need Uncle Sam. Break us off. We're our own country. We fly the Texas flag higher than the U.S. flag. By God.
1: We're getting broken off into pieces very quickly.
0: Shout out to all of our listeners in Texas. I do like Texas, but I just don't like the politics of Texas.
1: Guess another state.
0: Well, let's do Oklahoma. Number
1: nine. Oklahoma is not one of the 10 worst states to live in in 2021. According to this list. It's surprising because I know Oklahoma ranks very low
0: in education and I think it has, it's like in the top three, the highest obesity rates and...
1: Yeah. There's a lot. We've got a lot of corruption. We've got a doy-doy as a governor. Shout out to uh, the governor listening to the show. Shout, hey, Governor doy-doy, eat
0: my butt. Uh, that's a hell of a thing to think about, eating a butt. It's chomping right down on you. You and Albert Fish, right? He's welcome to have it. Well, you and I have lived in Tulsa... I mean, you've lived here your whole life, I've lived here most of my life and I'd say that Tulsa itself mm-hmm. is getting progressively more progressive yeah. over the years. Still a long way to go but it, there's, there's hope here. Uh, especially in light of, you know, the Tulsa race massacre mm-hmm. of 1921. We've talked about this I think on the show. Uh that, that was not really touched on in our no,
1: schools growing up. I was gonna point out yeah. you didn't quite stumble over it, but I'm sure you paused a second remembered not to say Tulsa race riot because that is how we when Yeah. I went to school and college here and I didn't learn about it until I was out of I until I worked at a in a newsroom and they were like running a whole huge article and website about it. Mm-hmm. And when I did riot, uh, learn about it, they were still calling it the Tulsa Race Riot. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to shift the blame. Right. That's what it is called
0: here. And, or was, at least it was. Yeah. And I had heard of it in passing, but I would say if you, before like the last year or two, before uh, like the George Floyd stuff, if you were to separate from there. But if you go before that, I'll bet three out of 10 Tulsans that you surveyed would know about it at most. Yeah. And now it's, it's very much in the forefront. And it's being built back up and there's a lot going on there that's good and positive. So, that just serves as an example of what I'm saying about becoming more progressive. Probably what kept us out of the
1: top 10. Yeah. Which you need to get cracking on. All right. Let me give you another
0: guess. Home of Mitch McConnell and that is Kentucky. Kentucky is not in the top 10,
1: but... Okay.
0: Well, what is this list, Brandon? Are you making this shit
1: up? No, there's still still plenty of shitholes to go around.
0: All right. I'm going to go with what I believe is the state that's 50th out of 50 in education
1: last I've heard, and that's Mississippi. It is 50th and 50th of education, but it's not on this list. Again, (laughs) I think CNBC had a vendetta. What's this guy's name? The writer? Scott Cohn. C-O-H-N. I think we need to go pay Scott
0: a visit and (laughs) let him know how wrong
1: this was. This this content that we adapted (laughs) for our podcast, we don't fucking like it.
0: (laughs) right. how about Arkansas?
1: Arkansas is in the top 10, it's number eight. Okay. It's one of the worst places to live 2021, and let's find out why CNBC says that. Mostly relating to voting. Voting in Arkansas was already no picnic. This year's state made it even harder with legislation. The ACLU called it a dangerous assault on the right to vote since the Jim Crow era. More about voter restrictions and stricter ID requirements. They also have a high crime rate and low rate of COVID-19 vaccinations. The strengths for Arkansas are air quality and hospital resources. And their weaknesses are voting rights, inclusiveness, health, and crime. And Walmart. Yeah, it is a good place. If you enjoy having racist people around, it is a good place for that. <laughs> That's a good way to put yeah, I'm it. I'm trying to put a positive spin on it. Now There are a few good things about it. Yeah. I'm a fan of Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Mm -hmm, You mm -hmm. know what it is. Uh, Most of the people in the U.S. may not know. So I looked it up so I could describe Eureka Springs. It's a tourist destination in the Ozark Valley or mountains. There's valleys and mountains in the Ozarks for its unique character as a Victorian resort village. The city has steep winding streets filled with Victorian style cottages and manors. It has a historic commercial downtown with an extensive streetscape of well-preserved Victorian buildings and a haunted hotel.
0: I have not been to the haunted hotel. Have you? I have been in it.
1: I haven't stay there, but I had lunch next to it, and then we went and like checked it out. How many ghosts fondled you inappropriately while you were inside? None. That's why like we left. <laughs> So, that's a good place. It also has Hot Springs. There's a place called Hot Springs, yep. Arkansas. I've been there. You have? Did you uh, enjoy the historic
0: bathhouses? So, when you go to like the touristy downtownish part of Hot Springs, it's kind of trashy. Mm-hmm. There's some good places to eat, but it's kind of just, yeah. But the Hot Springs part of Hot Springs, which is like, you know, Hot Springs, that's cool. Yeah. And there's some good lakes there as well. We stayed so on the you lake. you
1: didn't go into the bathhouses?
0: No, I was with my mother and father. So... But they went in. They went in and you I sat, I sat in outside car. and waited. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you though, I guess like a good way to summarize the positives of Arkansas is it's a great outdoor state. Yep. A lot of green,
1: a lot of lakes. Got some nice parks, mm-hmm. creeks and rivers. They gave us Johnny Cash, Scotty Pippen, and Bill Clinton. Scotty Pippen? Yeah, he's from Arkansas. They all got right the fuck out of there though.
0: Well, not Clinton. He spent a long time there. He became governor. Yeah,
1: but he got out.
0: He did get out, but. All the way to the top. All the way to the top and then back down to the bottom.
1: Yeah. You owe me another guess. You owe me eight more correct guesses.
0: I've been picking on the South a lot. So there's a good reason to do so. Yeah, but, and I'll come back to the South, believe me. But let me get out of the South for a little bit and give you another guess. Let me go with uh, Montana.
1: Nope, no Montana. North Dakota. No, and I wondered if North Dakota, South Dakota, or like Wyoming would show up on this, those sort of North and Western sort of more open pioneery states. Yeah. No, they're not on here. They must have really good, uh, I bet they all have great air quality and they all have beautiful national parks and stuff.
0: Yeah, no, Montana's like on my to-do list for sure. But but due to the I,
1: political leanings of this list, yes, Montana. It's not just
0: that, it's also the smaller populations which might equate to like less opportunities, right. uh, things like that. That's all I was going for. So, how about, I don't know if the states consider the South. If so, it's like on the edge and that is Missouri.
1: Missouri is one of two states tied for number three on the list. There's two number threes. Mm, I knew it. Yeah, Missouri tied for number three is according to CNBC, an unlivable shithole in the year 2021. (laughs) According to the Center for Election Innovation and Research, sounds like a boring place to work. Missouri is just one of six states that does not allow universal early voting. They lag in public health funding. Uh, the state does, not the people Them there, I guess. It has one of the nation's highest crime rates with burglary and aggravated assault among the most prevalent in the most recent FBI crime statistics. Its strength is hospital resources. Its weaknesses are voting rights crime and public health.
0: Everything else besides hospital yeah. resources.
1: They do have some high crime cities. I know St. Louis was a popular one to feature on Cops. Oh, yeah. We just
0: talked about Cops.
1: But let's give him some good points about Missouri. Okay.
0: The barbecue in Kansas City.
1: Kansas City barbecue is the first thing that I listed.
0: Is that the best barbecue in the country, you think? If not, then what is?
1: Mm. It's probably, it's my favorite type. It's my favorite type of barbecue. Yeah. I like it. I like yeah. that sloppy barbecue. I got some more sloppy joes for you. I didn't know this. And I think this is a positive. CNBC would probably list this as a negative against Missouri, but I list this as a positive. I think this is fun. They have the U.S.'s most permissive alcohol laws. Did you know this? That in Missouri, no. their law expressly allows parents and guardians to serve alcohol to their children.
0: Oh, I don't understand that. So, I go to a bar. I'm 21. Yeah. I have a 17-year-old son with me. Or eight. <laughs> <laughs> or eight, fine. If you want to be fucking boring. I uh, was trying to spice it up a little. So, I have an 8-year-old. Oh, how old are you? I was 21 and I had a 17-year-old son. Oh, Jesus. But okay, sure. Got it. Let's go 21 and 8. You're right. That makes more sense. So, I buy an alcohol from a waiter mm-hmm. at the restaurant and then while the waiter's standing there, I take that beer he gives me and I put it in front of my son and say, drink up, son. That's legal?
1: According to the, very, the, to the two sentences that I read on Wikipedia, Yes. Their law expressly allows parents and guardians. And guardians. <laughs> you could go to So babysitter. You could go to the VFW with your grandpa and have like three fingers of scotch and listen to old guys tell war stories. If you're eight years old, you're saying. If your grandpa serves it to you. It has to be your guardian or your parent serving it to you.
0: But I wonder if like a waiter in a Missouri restaurant would even know that law. You know what I mean? Well, that's why you have to carry it? a copy yeah. of
1: the law with you. My yeah. child is not ordering a beer. I am ordering <laughs> a beer, and I am serving <laughs> my child, which is expressly allowed in the Missouri laws, waiter. And you break it out of your wallet
0: and unfold it. It's folded up like 30,000 times to fit in your wallet. Pull it out.
1: People are pulling out their... Um, iPhones to record you and put you on social media as your voice raises. (laughs) I would like to order a beer here, not be discriminated
0: against. Yeah. I mean, it would not take a lot of beer to get an eight year old drunk.
1: No. It'd be, I mean, but at least he's not driving home. Yeah. In another world, it would be pretty funny. Yeah. Not this world. So, more positives about Missouri. I think they just uh, approved medical marijuana. So, that's fun. They have caves, have a shitload of caves. (laughs) Yes. And some might argue with it, but I think it's a fucking positive. Branson. No, that's a negative. I like Branson. The world needs places that are just lame as hell and proud of it. You described it one time as Branson, Missouri is like if Ned Flanders ran Las Vegas, right? Uh That's a good way to put it. Boxcar Willie and Andy Williams had like two of the biggest theaters there. Boxcar Willie. And Ray Stevens. Okay, get, guess another state that's bad to live in in 2021. Well, we mentioned barbecue. Yeah.
0: You can't talk about barbecue in the U.S. without bringing up Brandon's favorite city, Memphis. How about Tennessee? Tennessee?
1: Tennessee is number five on the list. I knew it. I actually, list Memphis as a positive about Tennessee. According to CNBC, they say that Tennessee law, say, lawmakers took aim at the state's transgender population in a big way in 2021. Passing a flurry of bills that included a ban on transgender girls participating in girls' sports, restrictions on the use of public bathrooms and school locker rooms, and a ban on gender-affirming care for minors.
0: Because this is the most urgent shit to deal with in our country today.
1: Like, does this affect like maybe four or five total (laughs) Tennesseans?
0: (laughs) I mean, we're dealing with so much shit in this country.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can live there and be like, I disagree with that. They should let they should let those girls play the sport, or you could say. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I don't want to pick a side in that. I, don't, I just want to be nice to people, I guess. But you Can't do that in Tennessee.
0: Can't be nice to people. It's written in their laws. look forward to
1: CNBC. They also, uh, their residents suffer poor health, a low rate of COVID-19 vaccinations, and a high crime rate. Their strength, again, is hospital resources. I mean, they got to have hospitals for all the poor health, unvaccinated getting violent crimed. Yes. Their weaknesses are inclusiveness, crime, and COVID vaccination. But their positives, I said Memphis barbecue and music history. Yes. Uh, And along with music history, Nashville, although I don't know if current Nashville is a net positive.
0: I was just there like two weeks ago.
1: Is it a net positive? You're the boots on the ground.
0: I didn't get the full Nashville experience because I was only there for like a day with... The
1: full Nashville experience is when uh, George Jones sticks his finger up your butt.
0: (laughs) Well, I did get that. So, maybe I did get the
1: full experience. It was fine. Whatever. Ooh, white lightning. (laughs) What did he say at the end? White lightning. That's his song. (laughs) His finger jams up your ass. Woo. White lightning. (laughs) Oh, man. Nashville's fine. Whatever. All right, that's Tennessee. Give us another state. Is there anything not in the South? Yes. There's one state in the Midwest and two in the Western Desert. Oh, okay. Western Desert, Nevada. Nevada is the other state tied for number three on this list alongside Missouri. Yeah. Oh, I did not expect that. Now, I have a lot of disagreements about Nevada. I have disagreement. I can make an argument for all of these states being a fine place to live. And we'll try to do so with Nevada as well here. Uh, They say, though, that no state spends less on the health of its citizens than Nevada does, just $50 per person for public health. Wow. Nevada also ranks dead last in primary care doctors per person. Air quality in the desert is poor and crime is high. Unlike many of the states on this list, Nevada is expanding voting rights with Governor Steve Sisolak signing a package of legislation in June to expand mail-in voting, streamline registration, and end uh, this fucking stupid caucus system in favor of regular old presidential primaries. So uh, they're doing good on voting rights and inclusiveness, but their weaknesses are public health funding, hospital resources, and air quality.
0: And fucking heat.
1: And heat. Like, what the fuck kind of (laughs) heat?
0: Yeah, which a part of me thinks I might like living there because, yes, the fucking summers will suck. Uh Uh-huh. But the winters are nice.
1: It still gets pretty cold at night in the winter. But yeah, like I can remember certain times of Las Vegas and it gets really hot in Oklahoma too. But there's something different about the dry Las Vegas smack you in the face, feel like you're in an oven heat where I've walked outside immediately been like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, just look around like, what is this? Why would somebody move to this? And the answer is that they didn't until they artificially trucked in a bunch of water so that people could stay alive in an unhospitable place. But I do love the desert. So Las Vegas specifically, I want to say that I like the idea of cities that are set aside for play and recreation. Every time I've been to Las Vegas, I have had a pretty fun time. But at the same time, it is like a soulless hellhole like a dystopian, come and play while the world burns type of place.
0: Yes. So I, I don't know what That to should say be about. on the sign, the Welcome to Las Vegas sign.
1: <laughs> Let's have fun while the world <laughs> burns. Yeah, it is a fun place. Nevada is cool about prostitution and weed.
0: Which you and I are both in favor of those being legalized.
1: Yeah, uh, it's a good place to bury bodies or to look for UFOs. Or... Oh,
0: I know about the dead body burying.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. And Nevada has a ton of great national parks.
0: Would you believe I've never been to Las Vegas?
1: Oh, no. I, I would have assumed that I had been there with you through work. No. I've uh, been there for fun before, but most of the times I've been there have been related to a work function.
0: And when you do go there for work functions, do you cut down on the amount of prostitute or the amount of sex workers you go through in a night? I don't have. Because you're trying to be professional. No, I
1: don't have to spend anything other are usually included. There's a, usually a, a oh, allowance. prostitute per diem. <laughs> gotcha.
0: Okay, well, I hope to go someday.
1: Uh, That's Nevada.
0: I want to go back to Missouri for a second. You know Missouri's nickname, states all have nicknames, like Oklahoma's the Sooner State, Mm -hmm. Uh, Texas is the Lone Star State, Mm -hmm. Missouri is the Show Me State.
1: Show Me State. What are they fucking showing over there? You're whipping their dicks out. you know? That's why there's so much crime. People are whipping their dicks out and someone else is like, fuck that, shoots them. (laughs) Well, then wouldn't it be the Shoot 'em state? No, because they just trust me on this. They made a mistake okay. with the name, and that's what's largely what's led to all this chaos.
0: Because of the nickname, they legally are required to allow you to whip it out and show me. Right. All right, I'll give you another guess. Uh, you mentioned two deserted states, so then I have to think the other one is Arizona.
1: Arizona is CNBC's number one worst state. No, worst state to live in in 2021, they say.
0: Arizona's got a lot going for oh. it.
1: Listen to their rationale. They say natural beauty is abundant in the Grand Canyon State, but so is ozone, particularly in heavily populated Maricopa County. It's home to Phoenix and some of the worst air quality in the nation, according to the American Lung Association. But what do they know about air quality? But who gives a fuck about air quality? We're all dying anyway. Arizona is stingy when it comes to public health funding. They've had a shortage of doctors and mental health providers. Even though there is no evidence of election fraud in Arizona, and not for lack of trying to find it, state lawmakers passed new restrictions on mail voting this year. hmm yeah. So, their strengths, according to this, are that Arizona scored poorly in all metrics. <laughs> so, they don't get a strength. They have no strength it They got the
0: Grand Canyon. That's the biggest strength. That's the hell of a strength.
1: Because it's got the Grand Canyon. It's the first thing I mentioned, and then I started thinking about other stuff they have. They have... Grand Canyon, Sedona, Flagstaff, they have... Um, they
0: got the big meteor crater there in Flagstaff.
1: A meteor site?
0: Yeah, I've been there. This is all outdoor oh, shit, I've though, seen the I've seen
1: the meteor thing, too. I've driven by. It's a big crater, right? Yeah, it's huge. I drove past that. I also drove past the Petrified Forest. Oh, I've been there? Yeah, so it's great for people who like to do things that are outside when it's hot as fuck. Yeah. And they have fun cowboy shit to do. Tombstone is there. It's bad for people who don't like to stand inside a baking oven. These things are all things that won't
0: affect the quality of life of residents. These are things that are great for tourists to do. So therefore, I guess I could see it being high on the list. Speaking of getting high on a list, I'm high as fuck on Reddit. I want everyone listening to pause the show, open up Reddit, do a search for Tennis Pod, and join the Tennis Pod subreddit. We don't even run this fucking thing. It's run by a listener but we support it and we think it's a cool place to interact with other fucking weirdos like you. So if you want, again, go to Reddit, search for Tenish Pod and join and then a day or two after every episode, there's a discussion thread posted where you can discuss the show and the episode Shoot the Shit and Dish with other listeners. Speaking of addition, I'm going
1: to give you another guess, are you ready? So there are 4 states remaining. Number 6, number 7, number 9, number 10. 3 Of them are southern states, and one is a midwestern state. One is the quintessential midwestern state, I would say. Kansas? No. Nebraska? No.
0: Midwestern?
1: Not midwestern. Iowa? Closer. Warmer?
0: Iowa. Well, it can't be
1: Minnesota. No. Illinois? Nope. This is an easily forgettable state, I think. Ohio? No.
0: This is pissing me off.
1: You're hitting like, Uh, if this was a bullseye, you've hit like every, like the ring just around it. Everywhere but the bullseye. Wisconsin. No. Michigan. No. You've been there with me multiple times for work, not for pleasure. Oh, of
0: course. Indiana. Indiana.
1: Indiana. Indiana.
0: Yes. I knew it. I was just bringing the listeners on for a ride. That's all.
1: It's so Midwestern you forgot it existed. It's number 10 on the list. It ranks 48th public health funding per capita. According to the United Health Foundation, they spend $55 per person. Uh, That hasn't been helping them get through the pandemic. Their hospitals are generally adequate, but their COVID-19 vaccination rates have lagged, according to the CDC. Their public accommodation law doesn't cover uh, discrimination based on age, sexual orientation, or gender identity, which is fucking wild. (laughs) In April, the state amended its already restrictive voting law to replace new limits on mail-in voting. Strength, hospital resources, weaknesses, public health funding, voting rights, inclusiveness, and air quality. And it's
0: also the home to that betraying Republican in name only rhino fucking Benedict Arnold Mike Pence.
1: Wait, what now? Oh, Benedict Arnold, yeah.
0: (laughs) Because he betrayed uh, our Lord and Savior Donald
1: Trump. Well, hasn't he sniffled right back up to his butt cheeks again?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is a visual I do want to see though.
1: So, I struggled on Indiana for the positives. The Indy 500 itself... It's a pretty unique thing they got there. Downtown Indianapolis isn't bad. Yeah, it's not bad. If you don't like hunting, uh, only 2% of Indiana consists of open places for the public to hunt. So it's a hunter's nightmare in Indiana.
0: Well, does that mean there's just not a lot of open green places?
1: It means open places for the public to hunt. Probably means okay. there's, it's, you know, private property people are murdering animals right and left. They're bloodless, knows no bounds on their private property. Mm-hmm. So that's Indiana number 10.
0: Yeah, you and I have been to Indiana a lot because we used to have a work function
1: there every year in Indianapolis. The International jiggalos Ball. That's right.
0: We were speakers, uh, keynote speakers one year. Uh, but really, that's the only time I've ever been there is going to that show, which is, or going to that event, which is in the downtown area at the convention center. So I didn't get to venture too far out, but from what I saw, nice little downtown. But I wouldn't want to live in Indiana. No offense to our Indiana in listeners.
1: (laughs) No offense to the Indians out there. Yeah. All right. So
0: I just need six, seven, nine, right?
1: Yeah, and they're all in the South. Georgia. Georgia is number six on the list of the worst states to live in in America in 2021. Their sweeping new voting restrictions set the tone for similar legislation across the country. They are trendsetters in. Fucking over black people. Yeah. Business backlash followed, though. Major League Baseball pulled, out of this, pulled this year's all-star game out of Atlanta. Uh, the state ranks 49th in an index of voting difficulty calculated by research at Northern Illinois University. Proponents of the new laws note that the Peach State <laughs> allows no excuse absentee voting while President Joe Biden's home state of Delaware does not. The broad crackdown on supposed election fraud, despite no evidence of the fraud in 2020, has drawn widespread scorn in the business world. And a lot of companies uh, crapped all over Georgia, which sucks because they have, you know—Atlanta was a big place, or is still a big place to go and film stuff. Georgia, the
0: Peach State, though, how can you be mad at a peach?
1: They also have no statewide protections against discrimination. Seems, like, I don't even know
0: how that's a thing in 2021.
1: It seems like, yeah, like, so I can go to Georgia and just treat people as horribly as I want and be like, well, there's no law against it. Yeah, again, you have to unfold the laws out of your wallet. Same Georgia's the... strength is air quality. I guess they're not counting fucking humidity. Uh, weaknesses are COVID vaccinations, voting rights, and hospital resources. So I, again, struggled with good points on Georgia if you aren't into, like, college football. And I'm not. Got great place for college football. Great place for southern food. Yes. I think that's where the the Chick-fil-A sandwich comes out of the Georgia the state of Georgia.
0: That's a mixed bag because while the Chick-fil-A sandwich is delicious, probably the best fast food chicken sandwich there is, Mm -hmm. Chick-fil-A the company is fucking pieces of shit. So what are you gonna do?
1: Well I don't know where you're gonna do the chicken tastes too good. Also, I put this as a positive. They're funny accents. Okay. I put that
0: as a negative. <laughs>
1: you put it as a negative? I love... I don't know. I love that I don't accent.
0: really have an opinion on it. But you know, I'll tell you this about Atlanta. They got nice big huge airport that I've been in a million times. Oh,
1: that's right. And you've been very hungry. And that's it.
0: also... You're intimately familiar. <laughs> you're intimately familiar with that exact airport for reasons that
1: I won't get into again on the show. Yeah. Okay. Give me two more of the worst states to live in in 2021. And they're in the South. And they're in the South. Alabama. Alabama is number seven. They got beautiful beaches though. And we all have heard this is a sweet home. Hmm. It's not. It's the nation's second lowest COVID vaccination rate after Mississippi. That has led to concerns the state could become a vector for more contagious contagious variants of the virus. We could come out with the Crimson Tide version of the virus. The Yellowhammer state has serious health issues beyond COVID with one of the nation's highest rates Of premature death, death (laughs) is even worse than having COVID, and the second highest rate of cardiovascular disease, and the third highest rate of diabetes. But the first highest rate of good food, fucking freedom, yeah, and good food. According to the National Conference of State Legislators, legislatures, Alabama is just one of five states with no legal protections against discriminations for its non-disabled citizens. Great. I'm sorry, you shouldn't laugh when you say it, but it's so like fucked up. Like, why everyone else has and it's, like, there's no reason not to have it. There's many reasons to have those protections. Uh, I think you're just trying to push the liberal agenda. Is what I think. I think if you're facing discrimination and you're non-disabled in the state of Alabama, you need to disable yourself and then form, mm-hmm. form a lawsuit. So or
0: disable yourself from the state. Some good things about Alabama. They.
1: They've got good beaches, but it's a very small part of the state. Like, if Alabama was sitting on the panhandle of Florida, their ass, probably because they got diabetes, is (laughs) hanging off the edge of the sea. Oh, baby. And where their ass hangs off the edge of the sea and touches the ocean, they've got really nice beaches. You know, I never thought of it that way, but they do have great ass beaches. Yes. It's another good college football state. Who gives a fuck? They have the Space and Rocket Center in Huntsville. Cool. If you want to send your kids to space camp, unlike my parents.
0: I can't think of Alabama without thinking of the podcast Shit Town or S-Town.
1: Oh, yeah. That was a Which good is one. Which in Alabama. Yeah.
0: Well, should I break into Sweet Home Alabama now or
1: wait until later in the show? Hold it for a bonus episode that we'll never release. And give me one more of the worst states to live in. Give me number nine. Tell it to me.
0: Okay. We'll pair the Sweet Home Alabama bonus with the Santa Baby bonus from you. Mm-hmm. For my guess for number nine, still in the South. I'm running out of Southern states. How about South Carolina? No. Idiot. Wrong. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> okay. Virginia, I think, is considered the South. You're going in the wrong direction. Going in the wrong direction. Turn around. Okay. Um, I've got all the states that touch Florida, right? Georgia, Alabama, yeah. uh, West Virginia? No. North Carolina? No. What am I forgetting in the south here?
1: It's as, almost as south as you can get. They don't come much more south.
0: Well, I got Texas and Florida. Those are the two most southern...
1: Okay. I said they don't come much more south than the great state of... Of? Say it. <laughs> I can't. Louisiana! Louisiana.
0: God damn it. Fuck you, Louisiana. Your what are you fucking doing?
1: Son of a bitch. And it shouldn't be on this list. Well, maybe it should. There's some, it should. It there's should. some points on here. Uh, so, Louisiana is America's least healthy state with high rates of obesity, smoking, and premature death. Good reason, though, because uh, they got some good-ass food. Likely aggravated by the nation's highest poverty rate at 19%. percent have also got one of the nation's highest crime rates and one of the lowest COVID-19 vaccination rates. According to the Center for Election Innovation and Research, it's one of the handful of states requiring an excuse to vote absentee. You have to tell them why you want to do it. And the state offers just seven days of early voting, according to National Conference of State Legislatures. So their strength is hospital resources. Once again, got that much diabetes, you got to have a lot of hospital resources. Weaknesses are health, crime, COVID vaccinations, and voting rights. And buts. So my positives largely center around new orleans yeah the music food art and culture of new orleans love it all
0: i do love the history of new orleans and as you walk through you can just mm-hmm. like feel it you can just feel that history i do love
1: that and i wrote down alligators well uh okay just alligators they got them there in that state alligators That's positive i think it's a po- i'm not going by them i'm glad that they're there well, we'll see if it's a still a positive to you when they bite your fucking dick off in your sleep. But I said I'm not going there. I'm not going to go buy... They show up in people's yards and shit. I'm not staying in any yard in Louisiana. I'm not staying on grass. I'm going to stay on the vomit-covered sidewalks of New Orleans. Well, there's still a negative and you're wrong. Are there any more positives about Louisiana? Let's see. We hit the food, the history, the culture. Um, I, you know, I like... Is there anything outside of New Orleans? Oh, no. Absolutely not. Everything outside of New Orleans to me is what happened in the show True Detective.
0: Yes, which, and it's all bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not a happy place. <laughs> sorry, people.
0: Hey, we f- think where we live, Oklahoma, fucking sucks too. So we're allowed to shit on any state. So sorry. All right, I did it. I guessed correctly all 10 in correct order without any wrong.
1: Yeah, it was incredible. You are an idiot savant. Thank you. Uh, Once again, those 10 worst states to live in America in 2021, as harshly judged by CNBC in this year's America's Top States for Business, were number 10, Indiana, number 9, Louisiana, 8, Arkansas, 7, Alabama, 6, Georgia, 5, Tennessee, tied for number 3, Missouri and Nevada, number 2, Texas, and number 1, Arizona.
0: I like how the show me state, Missouri and Nevada, they just couldn't break them up. They said, they're just too close. We have to have two number threes. We can't have one be number four.
1: Yeah. Like, was it really so fucking scientifically close between Nevada and Missouri? You couldn't like say, oh, well, one has a whole city devoted to pleasure Mm. and leisure. And the other has a pretty checkered past when it comes to slavery.
0: And also, people are whipping their dicks out all over the place.
1: Yeah. Should have been obvious. I'm
0: with you. Something else obvious to me is that the people can't get enough of the show. I'm going to read some podcast reviews real quick. First one comes from Potato Lady Pod Reviews on Podchaser. I love trivia, behind-the-scenes info, and guessing games, so this podcast is right up my alley. This production is incredibly high quality, crisp, clear audio, engaging hosts, laugh out loud funny, the show is on my top 10 list for sure.
1: Thank you. I like it when they praise the audio quality.
0: Yeah, you have a lot to do with that, huh? Yeah. Couldn't read her review without the, this line sticking out to me. It says, This podcast is right up my alley. And I just can't help but think about who was it, the white lightning guy's finger was up my alley as well. Thank you, Potato Lady. The next one is from Rachel is awesome on Apple Podcasts. She says, Listener of the show. I do not care what the top 10 of any list is yet. I find this podcast weirdly entertaining. (laughs) The host and sidekick host are authentically hilarious. Weirdly
1: entertaining is like this shouldn't be entertaining. (laughs) It's a nice backhanded compliment. She finds us authentically hilarious. Thanks, I love it. Discussions of,
0: hang on, there's more. Discussions of water being replaced by peanut butter and compliments to dudes, but is to be expected in every episode. If you're easily offended, just unsubscribe right now. Looking at you, Karen. Otherwise, you found yourself a great podcast. Thanks for making the show, you dorks. Oh, wow. So, there's a lot to digest there. It
1: was a really on-brand review.
0: Authentically hilarious, weirdly entertaining, water being replaced by peanut butter, compliments to dudes' butts, Karens, and calling us dorks. That was all in one review. Some butts are worth giving, you know, shout out to. Which dudes' butts do you appreciate today, Brandon? Which come to mind?
1: Hmm. I don't think I've seen... The only Dude's butts I've seen today have been like tiny ones around my house. Those are my kids, not like my (laughs) captives. (laughs) What about, uh?
0: remember the guy from Law & Order whose butt was like trending on Twitter? Oh, Christopher Maloney, he's got a big old bubble butt.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If I had to say top... That butt
0: is worth seeking out online.
1: And he flaunts it too. He like knows it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I got to say of all the butts out there, let's go with Christopher Maloney's top butt. Yeah, MVP of butts. Uh, all right. Well,
0: I'd like to thank Rachel and Potato Lady for their reviews. And if you want me to read your review, men's butts included or not, just go to Apple Podcasts or you can go to podchaser.com. And if you leave a review there, I will read it eventually. Thank you. Thanks. Brandon? That's that. Next week is episode 145. It's a groundbreaking
1: milestone and I got a good old list for you ready. Cool. Really i do really know what forward the, to it. I don't know what the milestone is, but I'm ready to celebrate it.
0: Meanwhile, I hope everyone listening will take a moment to follow us on Twitter. I'm at the TheNickAmel. Amel is E-M-E-L. And Brandon is at Side Kikos. You can also follow us, the brand, at TennisPod. And if you haven't already, go follow our new TennisPod subreddit. We're going to be back next week with episode 145. It's going to blow your mind. Until then, thank you for listening and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Quick reminder, our brand new bonus episode is out right now. Enjoy Dr. Buster struggling a lot to guess the top 10 Cartoon Network shows ever. Listen now at tennispodcom plus. The link to listen is also in the show notes of this episode.